for you to fit right here. I'd hold you up and say to your mother, this kid's going to be the best kid in the world. This kid's going to be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching every day. It was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever type of day it is. Y'all come on in, y'all have a seat, light your blunts up, pour your drinks, and come feel me right quick. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time listening to the show, I welcome you. I am your host, Breeza. That's B-R-Triple-E-Z to the motherfucking A. And yeah, on this show today, this is going to be a little quick one. You know, still touching on this whole Laker fuckery and shit. But today, I got a special treat for y'all. Today, y'all going to hear from LeVar Ball. Yes, the father of Lonzo Ball. He gonna give y'all his opinions on the situation that cracked off with Magic stepping down, with Walton getting, you know, all the shit that's been cracking off. But y'all gonna hear that in the body of the show. And a whole bunch more, because you know I gotta get stupid. You know I gotta do my thing. Taco the motherfucking Bell is asleep right now because he just smoked too much weed. That's why he ain't doing the opening with me right quick. But y'all gonna hear him later. So y'all sit back. And yeah, I know y'all hearing the old tune, but, uh, you know, still got to switch it up. But y'all sit back and enjoy the show. y'all welcome back to the show and as i stated on the opening we jumping back into this magic johnson laker fuckery and shit and how everybody is involved well like i said y'all about to hear from lavar ball himself mr controversy himself 
But LeVar seen this shit coming. And so he about to uh, let y'all know uh, his opinion. All right, so without further ado, let's get to this LeVar, uh, LeVar Ball shit. Here we go. Welcome back to Undisputed. Hey, happy to be back with you guys, man. Last good. time you were here, yes, you made a shocking statement about Magic Johnson that dropped all of our jaws. And guess what? You were right. Roll that tape. Why didn't Magic intervene? That's what I'm saying, because Magic, I think, is, is, from my point of view now, listening to him talk and stuff like that, he's just the face. I don't think his say-so is like his say-so is. Really? I know it's not, because he told me some things that I thought that should have been done. That's, that's nothing. Well, then you know, who is in charge? No, I'm trying to figure out who's in charge. That's why the system is, is crumbling down for, I don't know what's going on over there. Is Jeannie in charge? Jeannie Buss? Hey, she just said some stuff that she said she's the one who told uh, Magic to, to get Lonzo. So, hey, who gonna say that? If she said that, she's throwing him under the bus. Like, you ain't the one, you, if, if Magic wanted Fox, why you didn't get Fox? Unless somebody above you said, hey, you don't get Fox. I think I like this guy a little better. Then what are you there for? Aha, uh -huh. you were way ahead of that curve. So in hindsight, put it back in perspective for us. Put it back in perspective. See, this is what everybody, when, when I say things, they like to say, either you wrong or right. But I always know I'm always right. <laughs> I can't help it. And it's just it's just like confident. That's from my opinion. So it don't have to be right or it have to be wrong, but it's right to me, because it's how I feel about it. And some of the conversations that we had, that's what it I just didn't come out and just say that just to be saying it. Hmm. So you were not shocked that magic suddenly quit, right? No, I'm not shocked about anything. I'm never shocked about anything. There's only one thing I'm shocked about is if my wife leave me. <laughs> I ain't shocked about nothing. Okay, so what happened behind the scenes as far as you were hearing between Magic, Palinka, and Jeannie? Well, if you say you're going to do something and it doesn't happen, that's when I kind of lose faith in you. Not that really faith, but I uh, lose the value of what we were talking about. Right. The value of his word. Exactly. And, and, and sometimes somebody above doesn't allow you to do that or, or you just do it on your own. Right. But either way, it's, it's how I feel about it. Then, right. Situation. Um, one of the things he said, we keep family together. And if you're going to keep family together, uh, they told me some things what they wanted Lonzo to do. I want Lonzo to get stronger. I want him to get, you know, faster. I want him to lead this team. Okay, if you want him to lead this team, now you need to do something for Lonzo. Why don't you get him a piece that works very well with him, which is his brother. Now, which brother? Anyone, both of them. Both of them, that's what I'm trying to tell people. But you've got to get Jello first. You at least got to give him a chance to play with Lonzo. You should at least got him in summer league or anything. I thought they were going to take uh, him. Let me pause the beat right there now. Now, this is just my opinion. It just sounds like to me that LeVar, you know, he want his sons to, you know, to, to play together. And, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, he's he can speak some shit into existence, apparently, and the shit works. But, you know, it's, it sounds like he he can say he don't want his he don't want his son on the team, but he won't his brothers on the team just because that's just what he wants. That's his dream. He living vicariously through his kids. You know, but hey, can he make it happen? We shall see. Alright, let's get back to this uh video. 
Let's go. Last pick at least. So you got one more pick? Go ahead and get it. But why wouldn't you do something to help Lonzo? Why wouldn't you get his brother who has the best chemistry with him and he can play? So they don't even give him that opportunity. So that's when I just like, okay, whatever you guys say, you're not, you're not meaning nothing. Because you say keep family together and then you don't even bring him in. So they led you to believe, so Magic I, led you to believe that he would at least give Jello an opportunity. Yes. Yeah, man, Rob. Behind closed doors, we do, we do talking like, just like grown men. We don't have to put it all out there. Right. But hey, I ain't saying put my boy on the team or nothing like that. Let him play with Lonzo and see how he do. If he does raggedy, then he be like, oh, I don't think it'll work. But let him and Lonzo do their thing together. They've always been successful together. So well, that's shit, because they play like, together. They brothers, of course. I can't roll with y'all now. Mm. So we've repeatedly heard that nobody out there trusts Rob Palenka in the, the NBA business world. Well, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. If you if you was an agent, you owe some people some favors. Mm. And that's why you get some of these other picks that you like, why didn't he take that guy? Mm. The reason he took it, you know, this dude a favor from back in the day. Mm. I don't know too many people who can run, you know, run something like that if you were an agent. Because mm. there's too many flaws. Do you have a specific pick? Mo Wagner, maybe? Michigan kid? Well, I'm just that saying. That a favor? That, that had to be a favor. Uh, the, the other kid, whether it's Avi or whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's some better players out there. Okay. But it, when you when you owe certain people, it's just like, okay, you go overseas to look at some people. But then you say you don't go overseas. Mm. <laughs> you know, it was the use of the ball boys. They're overseas. Ain't nobody, they're not in the U.S. They don't look at them. But you go over there and look at somebody else. So that's why I'm like, don't don't tell me you owe somebody something, because you the guys you pick, you put them against my boy, and my boy kill them. Mm. <laughs> we keep hearing Linda Rambus is the new shadow owner that Jeannie listens to Linda. Do you buy that? Have you seen that in operation? No, I see them together. I see them as just two good friends who've been together for a long time, and they don't want to. Uh, here's the thing. In, in this business, the majority of the owners are men. They ain't got no feelings. Right. They ain't doing it by go. The women, they're a little more sensitive. Oh, I love you. You're a great guy. I love you. I can't get rid of you. So for them to, you know, uh, talk with each other, Linda, and, and that's her friend. So they go on, talk like that, and then people are going to take it a different way. Like, oh, you're only listening to her. But she's been around her for a long time. Long time. So is that a good or a bad thing? Well... Because I, 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 you mix business, you know. They say you got family out. Right, 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 right. They, they, they say that it's probably a good thing for her because it comforts her. Because she's on, a, she's in the plateau by herself. She's right. like, but the only woman that's like owning a, her and Gail a yeah. And yes, but it's, but it's hard, right. you know, to come in here in a man's world like this, in that that type of environment. So, so that's why I think it's comforting for her to have a friend at least to talk to. You don't want to just be by yourself all the time. Hmm. Do you like the direction Genie has taken this franchise? Uh, no, I ain't gonna say I like the direction unless you have all three of my boys. Then I love the direction. <laughs> ah, see, you, see, there it know, is. There it is. There it is. Uh-huh, see? Didn't I say that earlier? I mean, granted. If, if, if those was my sons, I would want that too. I would want my sons to play for the Lakers or just the LA team, you know. I would want that, but the reality is that may not happen. But that's what he wants. 
Can't knock him. Can't knock him. And into it, you're gonna make some bad decisions. You're gonna make some bad decisions. We got a special sermon from Reverend Pryor. Concerns none but money. Yeah. I want you to, I want you to dig down. Yeah. I said I want you to dig down. <laughs> I'm talking about way down. And then I want you to come up, come up with the paper. Because I got the hat. You know, some of you out there. You say to yourself, you say, you got all that money. And you seem to be always begging. I ain't begging. I'm just trying to relieve you of some of that paper. Because I got that. <laughs> some of you out there say, well, why don't you sell some of your boats? Some of your big fabulous hotels. Huh, that's what you say. Get rid of some of that expensive wardrobe. Then that's easy for you to say because you have none of these things. <laughs> some of you out there even have the nerve to send cards and letters and say, why don't you sell some of them diamonds you got on? Right, y'all. Welcome back to the show. And uh, we about to get back to part two of this uh, Laker fuckery. Let's get back to LeVar Ball. Because he was saying some real shit, wasn't he, y'all? Wasn't he, Taco? All right, let's get it. Here we go. Oh, yeah, and this beat you're hearing in the background is that nigga Drew F. Some of his classic shit. All right, here we go, LeVar Ball. So she obviously liked Luke Walton a lot off the yes, court. Yes. And I think that's where you're going with this. Well, when, she, when she first brought him in, it was like, oh, this is my guy. Just brought him in. I'm he was take, like a son. I'm, I'm taking still. over yeah. the Lakers and pushing my brothers to the side. He's in here with me. So you feel you owe him something because he's coming in with you as you becoming the boss. And I got to give you credit for this one. You're way ahead of that curve also because you were the first to say Luke's wrong for this team. He was wrong for your son. Right. He's hard on your son the rookie year. He'd play him five minutes, pull him, not playing for the next 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. And, and see, that's why I can say that. I just didn't say it just because I don't like Luke. I'm not going to say I don't like a person. I don't like the way he's coaching. I don't have to like that, but as far as if you're seeing him on the street or something like that, he's, he's a great guy. When he first came to the league, you know, I was like, oh, I, I like Luke because he's young. That's what I was thinking. He don't have an old school mind where, where some guys are set in their ways where uh, most people are are stuck in the, the, the old system where you got to get under a veteran's leadership. Right. 
understand and not understanding. Like sometimes you get a guy that don't need no veteran leadership. You already know how to lead. That's my boy. He built for LA. That's because I groomed him the right way. You give him fancy cars early. Fancy cars don't mean nothing to him. He don't be out in the clubs. He don't chase the women. LA got some of the most beautiful women in the world. And there's always something to do. Get yes, on the red carpet. Go do this. No, I gotta correct them on that one now. You think the niggas ain't out there chasing them skirts, but they are. Because Lonzo got a baby. As you know. <laughs> All right, let's get it. Not like, oh, like a little hermit shell or nothing like that. But they don't be wilding out. They don't get distracted. Yes, and that's why people like, oh, well, why is Lonzo rapping? He should be working on his free throws. Who just say he didn't do his free throws already? Instead of going to the club, you go in the studio and do something that you love to do. You're out of trouble. So it became clear LeBron was no fan of Luke as a coach either. So is this right. a, it's a good thing for both Lonzo and LeBron then? There's no more Luke? <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely good. On the, on the fact that Lonzo got to get healthy. He get healthy, and then uh, him and LeBron got the same type of game. Mm -hmm. So that's why they were the first ones that you know, have a triple-double in a long time. On the fact they, they know each other's game. Their IQ is very high. They got the same thing. Winning will will allow them to become closer. And everybody's gonna be like, wow, LeBron is mentoring Lonzo. He ain't gotta mentor Lonzo. They just gotta win together. Right. Because you can have all the mentoring in the world. If you're losing, who cares? Yep. Or Facts. you can not mentor at all and win it, and then you're like, hey, it's a great thing to say. Facts. Last year, Lonzo had surgery this year, I don't think he's having surgery, so right. you go from rehabbing to actually training. Mm -hmm. How much of a difference is that going to make on Lonzo's game this year? Lonzo's game this year is going to be solid on the fact that they have a, a, a new trainer that's working with him. Right. Okay. Uh, I didn't feel that he was doing the proper training when he got hurt. And I, I know you was telling me, like, well, boy, you can't run no heels and can't do this, but you have to do what got you there. Right. And when you stop doing that, now you get these little nicks. It's just like training, he uses these rubber bands, a lot of lightweight, a lot of reps. Yeah. So you can't get strong doing that. Right. That's why my middle son, Jello, he stayed with me. Super strong, because he's doing it my way. We go with the heavy weights to get thicker and stronger. But to keep that motion going, you got to keep shooting while you're getting thick. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so therefore, you don't get hurt. You're out there hurting people. And that's where I told Lonzo, listen, forget about whatever's going on in, in your life as far as the outside stuff with the, with, the, with the brand with the trading with this don't worry about nothing get healthy so you can play so that's his main thing right now and his mind is at ease where it's like even Jello's working out with him and stuff doing the upper body and stuff so he's healthy heading into the office he's, he's, he's going to be healthy he's still got a little ways to go okay. but I was like it's not a rush because it's like you know training camp don't start till September Right. so just make sure that's your date so we can go slow as possible all right here as long as we're getting it in and a little bit of time, don't let nobody rush you back where you're like, oh, I'm trying to play in the summer, I'm trying to do this, no. But you think he'll be ready for training camp? Oh, he will be ready for training camp. That's right. He will be ready for Are you sure they won't trade him? I said they won't trade him. They're going to trade Lonzo. Best guy in the business. Got so much going for him, more than anybody. He got his own brand. He's likable. He's marketable. You don't have to worry about him being in trouble. He don't do no drugs. I agree with all that, yeah, but you can't but, shoot 42% from the free throw line. You just can't. But, but you, you can, can win. You know. You can shoot. You, you, you if, know if, he's if, if, if you shoot 40, you know what? I could have fixed that a long time ago. 
free throws. Why I guarantee you. Here, here, why did you? Here. Why should I? They ain't paying me. Lakers Man, go ahead. That's your son. You want your son because they're not paying that's, you. That's, that's my son right. I could have went in and fixed that. Well, fix it. I'm not going to fix it. I fixed it now. Luke is gone. Oh, my God. You know what? Look. look I ain't going to take all the credit. No. Boy, it's very easy sharp. to fix free throws. Free throws, you ain't got to go out there. It's a mindset. Right. My boy been 90% shooter ever since he been shooting. Now, my other two boys shoot 90%. He was a better free throw shooter than them. But when people was telling him all this stuff, they don't know how to be hard enough on him to make him make free throws. I'll tell you what I could have told him. Every time you miss three free throws, I want $10,000. If you miss one this game, two the next game, one more miss, 10 grand coming to me. Okay. Every three misses, so 10 grand. So why don't you do it, do it to him now? You can do that. I could, but I'm not. Because I don't feel like it. <laughs> I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. That's your son. You he's know, always going to be my son. You know, he can't, as the point guard, he's going to be on the court at the end of the game. And you can't have a free throw. You can't have Hackers' uh, uh, situation. Please have Hackers' I want to see it. And I'll be there in that game. See, I told you something. Hmm. Oh my God. Just, just, mm, this dude here. I ain't mad at LeVar Ball. He's something else. <laughs> but we're going to take another quick pause for the cause, and we're going to come right back. back to the show and on some silly shit right quick hey if this was my funeral if somebody was reading my eulogy this is how i would want my eulogy read we are gathered here today on this sorrowful occasion to say goodbye to the dearly departed. He was dearly and he has departed. Thus, that's why we call him the dearly departed. In other words, the nigga dead. <laughs> As you can see him laying here, I've been here three days, the boy ain't moved a muscle. So I know the nigga dead. And it seemed that death was quite a surprise to his ass. Didn't think you was ever gonna die, did you, nigga? Mm, I told you about fucking around what was gonna happen. He faced the ultimate test as each man and woman must eventually face the ultimate test. And the ultimate test is, let me repeat that. The ultimate test is whether or not you can survive death. That's the ultimate test for your ass, ain't it? 
So far, don't nobody we know have passed the ultimate test. Least of all, this nigga laying here. Because this boy wasn't shit, I'm going to tell you that right off. I saw him kicking his mama's ass over there on 47th Street. Okay, at least not that part. <laughs> and if you think we're going to bury you with them diamonds and shit on, you got another thing coming. I'd like to introduce the boy's woman, whole bitch. I don't know what she was, huh? She's laying over there in the boot. What? Say it, girl. Hey, hey, that ain't my what wife. What you doing? Well, don't sound no pussy in here. <laughs> don't worry. My wife ain't going to be doing that shit. <laughs> if you do, I want to cut. <laughs> shit. Your fault the nigga dead. You'd have been home when you were supposed to be. He wouldn't have been up in the hotel fucking that faggot. Hell, you know that. Hell no, that ain't me. Shit. <laughs> I want my eulogy read, but not funny, but not like that. Boy's husband came home, called him fucking, shot the nigga in the ass on the dog stroke. <laughs> and if there is a God or heaven, we don't want this nigga up there with us. Can I get an Amen. Reverend Pryor, y'all. <laughs> Reverend Pryor. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a little quick pause and we'll be right back. Oh, yeah. Y'all come on in. We closing the show. We doing it. Taking it out on some old shit. But that was feeling the breeze. Told y'all I was gonna go all over the place. LeVar Ball said some real shit. Kept it a butt. I ain't mad at him though. But uh it, like I said earlier, if, if I was gonna have my eulogy done, I want it done like that. <laughs> Minus all the other shit. But I wanna thank y'all for tuning in right quick for that little short one right quick. You know. Just got to keep it entertaining. Shout out to everybody who listened to the show. And, uh, you know, I want to thank y'all. Just, just you know, doing what y'all do. Summer's almost here, y'all. Y'all know what that means. <laughs> Trying to break out them ACs. Because we going to need them. But y'all continue to have a, a blessed day. You know, stay safe out there. And uh, I'll catch y'all on the next time, on the next episode. And as always, always believe. We out of here. <laughs>